0: And welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Helica. And today we got double the fun. <laughs> double your pleasure, double your fun. It's Double du- the flavor. It's a it's a duet episode. Yeah, uh, I just offhandedly said in our hello battle recently when speaking about a duet that I love that oh we should do a duet episode someday. And whenever I think of an episode topic, sometimes we just got to run with it before yeah. we forget. And this is one of those times. <laughs> Absolutely. So basically, what we're gonna do we we've
1: done this. Rarely, but occasionally. Um, I feel like we kind of did it in our music video one where we just like recommended music videos that we like. The last
0: time I remember doing this was last summer when we did a Summer Jams episode and talked about our favorite Summer songs, yeah. and I don't know why we forget that that's the kind of episode we can do, but we remembered today. <laughs> we did. So what we've done is
1: uh, taken a look through our own, you know, music music catalogs and chosen ten of our favorite duets by different artists. Um, are really our only requirement for what made a duet. Was um, that both of the singers on it even if they were credited as being featured on the song they needed to have more than one verse right it's basically the only requirement because there are so many songs where you have like a singer for example like John Young does a collaboration with Zion T Deja Vu where John Young sings the entire song and then Zion T just comes in for a verse right and then he leaves and there's nothing else that he does right it's just the verse um So that feels more like
0: a feature
1: than a duet. Exactly. It's not a duet because it's not a
0: jointly sung song. Totally. So that was our stipulation. And I think we also tried to leave out uh, drama soundtrack contributions because we've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. And so this was like, that was just to keep the list small. We took out drama songs.
1: Yeah. And we specifically made sure that it was just to people because there are a lot of really great, like for example, I would argue that Super Junior's Lo Siento is like a duet, quote unquote, with Leslie Grace because she sings throughout the entire Mm -hmm. thing. But because Super Junior is a group and not a single person, we didn't include it as a duet. Like Mamamoo has a lot of really great songs that are duet style, but because they're a group, it's really a quintet. There's four of them and one guest. Sure, So- we we specifically kept it within two two singers on the track.
0: Yeah, so I think all there is to do is just to get into these songs, play clips of them, and say "Oh, we like them because that's yeah. what we're doing here. Um, okay, first one on my list. And these are in no particular no order. No particular order. Just to put that out there, we did not rank them. <laughs> yes, they're just all good,
1: so don't
0: <laughs> worry about it. Um, this song, I feel like, This song and possibly a couple others on the list because our favorites come up sometimes. I think we've talked about some of these songs before in different contexts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if this one has come up yet. I feel like it was maybe one of my most early recommendations. I truly don't know. Yeah, maybe. But this song is called Runnin', and it is by So You from Sistar and Henry from Super Junior M. Can you give us a few backs on about this song? Before Absolutely. Just start gushing. The only thing you need to know is that this is an
1: SM station song. It was released on October 14th, 2016.
0: Uh, and that's it. I love this song so much. I feel like most of the songs on this list just make me inexplicably like want to cry when I hear them. <laughs> like just out of like deep, abiding love. I think I just really, really like duets as a concept. I love when two people's voices can mesh together. I love harmonies. I love that duets are often very romantic. Like, I just think everything about them is, like, for me. And, like, this song is so good because it's, like... It's sexy, and it's got a good bass line, and, like, both of their voices are very nice. I know you have a rational hatred for Henry, but I really like his voice. No, I like Henry's (laughs) voice. I don't like his face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Specifically his mouth. Okay. Um, I love this song. I listen to it all the time. I don't watch the music video because it's just Henry wandering around. And I just don't, I can only listen to him. But I I love this song. Um, he he has a great, like, raspy quality to his voice while still being a very strong singer. And uh, So You in the song has, like, a very gentle, melodic voice. And their harmony is, like, sweet and soft. And it's just such a pleasant song. Everything about this song to me is pleasant and lovely.
0: It's very nice. I believe that it was one of the song's uh, that I uh snuck into the playlist at my wedding that this was one of the mm. cocktail hour songs because it's like a good background Absolutely. it's a good like cocktail hour background song that nobody really like noticed it being off. Like it was yeah. it fit right in. Uh yes, I love running. Mm-hmm. I love running. that's a great one. Oh love it. So that's the first one, and we love it. Yeah. Um I'm going to go down one on the list because the next one is another So You one. And I guess maybe we can sure. spread them out a tiny bit. Absolutely. Uh, so the next song is the song that inspired this episode, period. And now I finally get to play it. We talked about <laughs> it two weeks ago. Uh, this song is called Hello. And it's by So Hyun from Girls' Generation and best friend of the podcast, Eric Nam. <laughs> Uh, So this song was on Sohyun's debut solo album in 2017. The album was called Don't Say No. Um, This song was composed by three people with English names. But Sohyun contributed to the lyrics. Um, And the lyrics of this one are like, Whenever I see you, I just want to smile like... Uh, being with you makes my heart burst, like, hello. It's just nice. Yeah. It's just nice, and the song, like, makes me feel nice, and it feels like smiles, and I feel, I, feel, I can't remember what we said about it a couple of weeks ago, but, like, I think it was just, like, it's good. It's just, it's very bright and also very
1: pleasant. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a very sweet love song um, that has kind of, like, an innocent and, like, bubbly... Yeah, like, it's just a little bit of like a like exhale and it, it is very it's just
0: very pleasant. Yeah, it has like tinkle. There's like some tinkly um, instrumentation in the. Mm-hmm. And I love the way in the chorus that Eric and
1: and Sohyun go back and forth. Hello, hello, hello. Like each yeah, yeah, one yeah. of them saying it instead of just like one of them singing the whole thing. They they go back and forth on it almost like percussively. Um, their voices mesh really well together because they're both very good
0: singers. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great song. It's a really good one. It's a really good one. And I've talked a million times about this before, but just to get one more plug in, this Soyon album is a very, very good album. Yeah, it really is. That
1: That is an album that I to this day never get tired of and it's one that I enjoy listening to fully like from start to finish I don't put it on shuffle like I just put it from the beginning and every song is great every it's so hard I remember when it first came out you and I were talking like oh what's your favorite song off of it and I said one and you said a different one and I was like oh I also love this one we literally went back and forth and listed every single song on the album because we couldn't decide which one was our favorite
0: because it's all great because it's all good it's all
1: good so that's Hello yeah. Um, See, Eric, look at all the nice things we're saying about come you. Come on our podcast, <laughs> goddammit it!
0: One more. Well, I mean, yeah, one more shout out to everybody <laughs> to the people who like on a weekly basis like continue to bother Eric <laughs> Thank you. You guys never are the stop. true
1: heroes. <laughs>
0: the true until heroes. we get him in this room. Never stop. <laughs> never stop bothering him. Never stop. Never stop him. Um, okay, so now I will go back to the second one that was tech like the. T- Again, no particular order, but mm-hmm. there was another So You song that I thought I would at least pad out a little bit. So, this song is a very popular song. I know we have talked about it before, I don't remember what the context was, but this song is called Some mm-hmm. and it is by So You from Sistar and Go. <laughs>
1: I believe we talked about this in the context of what a sum relationship is. Oh. So we'll explain that in a second because that was definitely in a really early Really episode. long time ago. Um, but just some details. This song was put out by Starship Entertainment as just a single um, on February 7th, 2014. And it was a number one hit for six straight weeks on the gown chart. It was wildly popular Um, I remember like we've mentioned the show Roommate several times there's like a whole scene where one of the comedians wants to do like a lip sync with like Nana from uh, Orange Caramel to this song and it's just it's a uh, kind of along the same lines as run-in and uh, hello in the sense that it is like soft and gentle and uh, But it's
0: groovy.
1: Yeah, it has a groovier beat to it for sure um, and is a little bit different in the lyrical content of it. So do you want to explain what a sum relationship is? Yeah, sure. A
0: refresher of what a sum relationship is this is like a Korean slang term for that period of time in a potential relationship where you're, like, not sure if you're actually dating or not. Like, it's probably been established that both parties, like, like each other, but, mm-hmm. like, nothing official has been made, and it's just sort of this weird limbo yeah. that you sit in. So the song is, like, specifically saying that, like, I feel like you like me. Like, do you like me? Like, mm-hmm. is this, are we doing anything with yeah. this? Or like, It feels like we're going? lovers, <laughs> but we're not. Like, what is happening? I'd like for this to go on, but... Give me a sign. But what is this? Yeah. Um, yeah. And this song was like a moment. Um, I think it might have come up in our, when we were talking about co-ed groups or something, about how like whenever people want to do like a co-ed special stage or whatever, that mm-hmm. there's only like a handful of songs that they ever get to yeah. pick from. And I feel like the like the existence of some like threw one more song onto that pile Absolutely. for like a thing that people can sing at like Gaio's like as a, yeah, as, as a, a co ed duet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was like a huge song, and it's still, I feel like it still gets played all the time in like Korean coffee shops or whatever because it's just like a vibe and it's a good song. Yeah, it is a good song. So that's some. Um, the next one I have on my list is by our dear sweet Tae Min from Shiny, and it features Sulgi from Red Velvet, and that song is called Heart Stop. <laughs> So this song was off of Taemin's 2017 solo album titled Move. Mm -hmm. And something I think that's interesting about this song is that it not only sounds very different from the other couple that we've just played, but it also is a breakup song, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is an interesting take for a duet to take to be like, oh, we're the two parties in this breakup um so it's literally like heart stopped beating feelings have stopped like Mm -hmm. whatever this was it isn't anymore um and yeah i don't know the music the musicality or the orchestration of the song is like it's very it's odd it's very different from like everything else that we've played so far which is very like standard groovy poppy lovey and this is like odd timmy music
1: yeah this song is a little like dark i mean it is a breakup song like you said so it it is a little bit darker um and i think it had that signature timmy style to it that every song on this album did like move was such a
0: complete art piece of piece. an album yeah
1: it was like such a such a well and fully conceived album um, that all of the songs fit together really well. And so Heartstop is perfectly in that style of it, um, of this like sort of edgy, sexy Groove, I -hmm. guess that Timin has like built for himself, Um, and I just love this song. It's very, it's very catchy. Um, Their their songs, or excuse me, their voices mesh really well together. Mm -hmm. Um, Timin and Solgi have done like a couple things together. There's a really good. uh, I don't know if it was a Mama or a Gaio or something. They did a drip drop performance together. so they're a good duo. They're they're a, a strong duo for Lots sure. Lots of people
0: ship them very hard. Uh, um, yeah. I had hoped because I, I thought I think I just dreamed it or I saw it on Twitter because someone else dreamed it. But like I thought that they had done this at the most recent SM Town in Dubai or hard whatever. Top? Yeah, but mm-hmm. there was no there was no evidence of such a thing. So maybe I just dreamed it. But I, I was, think like,
1: the only the only stage I've seen them do together is, is, is the drip, drip drop. drop one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. so maybe I just confused it in my mind but yeah I remember when this album I remember this album as many taming albums for me personally they usually take it takes time for a taming album to grow on me mm-hmm. um I feel like his artistry is sometimes a little far away from like my particular style but I remember immediately like like, Calling this song out is like this is a strong one on this album. Fair enough. Um, so I yeah. don't feel that way about Timmy's album. Yeah, I, no, this, I know. Yeah, this is, this, <laughs> this has been a point of contention before. <laughs> so I'm just saying. But I remember that I always liked Heartstop. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did as well.
1: <laughs> um, I love I love Timmy's weird weird style.
0: Um, okay, next one on the list is another song that we will find any excuse on this podcast to talk about <laughs> because we love it. And that song is Myers Candy by Beck Jiang and Tekyon from Two Fans.
1: This song uh, was on Beck Ji Young's EP, Ego, which was released on August 14th, 2009. And it has since become, like, a truly iconic duet. Like, we've mentioned it many times and also specifically in the context of this is one of the three songs that people do. do.
0: (laughs) If you need Um, to do
1: a weird collab, you can do Myers Candy. Mm -hmm. And it's just... I don't know. This song is like timeless to me. It is so dated, yes, it is, but in a perfect way. In a perfect that, way, like, lasts way. forever. That cheesiness in everything about it, from like the beat to Chechen's like absurdly growly voice. It just, I love it. I love it. It's so cheesy.
0: Yeah, it's cheesy <laughs> and fun and good. And, yeah, it's a perfect time capsule. We were just watching the music video just now, and, like, there's a weird, like, silver lipstick situation that looks bad on everyone. Uh But, like, the commitment and the choreography to this is, like, really funny. And it's that, like, simple point choreography from 10 years ago that doesn't exist anymore. So that anybody could learn it. Anybody could do it. Um,
1: It's fantastic. And Beck ji has been able to— Beck Ji-young has been able to— Basically, just use this song as a way to objectify like hotter and younger men every time she performs it. And that's what I'm here for, baby. Um, there's You can look up Myers Candy, Beck Ji and she probably is a version of it with a boy you like because, kind of like a boa's, boa's only, only one, one, you just like grab a hot guy that's available. Like she has one with Ming Yu and Jun. Um, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, but let's see.
0: Who is that?
1: There's one with JB and Jackson from Got Seven,
0: Lee Sung I feel like I know who's Kim Heechel. Chul, Chan Song. Yeah, she did this song. So you just many. do it with you just do it with other people. Eric Nam, no, ah, Solar and podcast. Eric Nam. Wait, Solar and Eric Nam. Oh, oh from there God. we got married. Oh wow. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I don't, I don't want to watch, watch, watch it. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Sorry, <Eric. laughs> I don't want to watch it. Sorry, Eric. Come on, the podcast. <laughs> We'll uh, ask him about it when he comes on the podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, also, shout out to my favorite iteration of Myers Candy, which stars Bu Song Kwan and <laughs> Dok Yam. Uh, they did it as like a special performance during one of their 17 concerts, and it's hilarious. Um, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so this next one on the list is one of two duets that this particular mm-hmm. duo did together. I believe that the other duet in question was one of my favorites from last year. Perhaps I can't remember the context in which I played "Dinner," but mm. this is not "Dinner." This is "Do You Have a Moment" by Jung Jane and Suho from EXO. <laughs>
1: Okay, before I gush, this song was put out uh, by Jang Jane's company, which is called Mystic Entertainment on March 9th, 2018, um, and was... Part of a, a dual collaboration, like we said, so this this song came out first. It's called Do You Have a Moment? And the follow-up is called Dinner, which was released as an SM Station song. So even uh, from like a company standpoint, they sort of did it together, like one-on-one. Yeah. And, one. um, and Suho has talked a lot about these two songs in particular, because he put them out. He had made sort of a resolution for himself that he wanted to put out one song every year that was, like, just his. Oh. Um, and so he collaborated in writing the lyrics for both of these songs, which was the first time that he'd ever done that. Cute. Um, and Leaders Yeah. And both of the lyrics were inspired by their actual meetings. Um, so not in the sense that it was, like, romantic, but... Do you have a moment is sort of the, the, um, Story of like a, cu- a couple at the very beginning, um, where it might be like a little bit awkward, and you're sort of like asking so you want to ask somebody out, but you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to like impose or step on anyone's toes. Like, do you have a moment? And when they first met, it was at a cafe, and Suho was running late. Um, and so, like, the based on their like interactions, and like, there are actual lines in the song that like they said to each other. Aww. Um, and so they together wrote that and then the follow up they met and they had dinner together in order to talk continue to talk about the songs and Suho said that he had had like such a crazy day that he hadn't really eaten and when they were talking at dinner he was so hungry that all he was focusing on was like eating the steak that was in front of him and he didn't even like there was so much of what she said that he didn't even hear because he was just like thinking about eating and later he brought that up as like I think that that's what I'd like the song to be about, like going to dinner and and not really hearing like what the other person said. Like, is that okay? And she loved the idea. Mm -hmm. So they sort of collaborated on it um, again based on like the personal experience of actually interacting with each other. So it was really a joint effort in their in their. Uh, composition of the song and Suo was very nervous about its reception because it was the first time that he'd ever written a song and then put it out Ah. himself. Um, And I think that both of those songs are truly
0: stupendous. They're very good and they're very, very different from each other. They are very different. This one is like bouncy and Mm -hmm. fun and like it's the the nervous i feel like the nervous energy is very present and the lyrical content of like could you could you even like me Mm -hmm. like there's a shyness that's very sweet and then like dinner is like this haunting ass song i don't remember how i described it last year but i think i said that it was like sexy and haunting because Mm -hmm. like it's just, it feels like the polar opposite of this bouncy little song. Like, it's just like a very... But, yeah, I think, I feel like there... She has a very interesting voice. mm mm-hmm. um, And his has always been... Like he has like a like a sweet little voice, and I think something about the way that their voices go together. It's like it. It's a very interesting. It is interesting. A, it's pairing. an interesting match.
1: I think that I would say in listening to it just now, I think that this is probably my favorite harmonies um, in our list because there's something that's almost a little bit discordant about the harmony that they choose. Like mm-hmm. where she chooses to hit the notes is not where you think it would go but it still sounds so lovely um, and the instrumentation is very simple like just the piano and um, I think that this song is is maybe one of the more vocally interesting and to me beautiful uh, songs on this list personal opinion
0: great <laughs> I love that so that's do you have a moment by Jong Jane and Suho um next on the list is one of my picks and it is from this year so i think it's the newest of the contributions on the list um this song is by luna formerly from fx and george that's that guy that's the stage name that person george chose for themselves all right george uh and the song is called do you love me So this song, uh, like I said before, is from Luna's album that came out this January. It's called Even So. It was her second solo album. Um, and the good thing about this one is that this song has a music video and a dance practice. Amazing. Uh, so there's lots to look at if you want to look at it. Um, the choreo is really cool. It's just Luna and like two girl dancers. Um, and it's very smooth. Um, and cool and I love this song. It's like very sexy. I think this dude has a great voice. Um, I looked him up today. He's a singer. Um, and he has a funny, a very funny song called "Boat" that is like a reimagining of that "Lonely Island I'm on a Boat" song, <laughs> but like in a groovier R and B way. Um, and I love his voice, and I love his, I love Luna's voice. I really, really do. Yeah. And I liked this solo album so much, and I remember this song like really standing out to me um lyrical content it's like it's like you heard it just then like do you love me tell me how you feel like it's just like one of those like wondering kind of songs Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely like a more hip hop r r&b at the beginning there's like a piano that's it sounds like a hazy song Mm -hmm. like exactly like it could fit on any hazy album um, so that makes it feel slightly outside of the K-pop bubble a little bit, and that it's like more of that K R and B kind of Absolutely. sound. Absolutely, yeah. This song kind of reminds me of um,
1: Huasa and Locos uh, yeah. collaborations, which we didn't include on this list, uh, but honorable mention yeah. to um, the song I think it's called Don't Give It To
0: Me um, by Huasa and Loco and Loco um, yeah but that, that was when I when you told me this morning that there was one spot left on the list this is <laughs> this is the one I chose because I was like there. what has come out this year and I I liked this one so do you love me Luna and George excellent excellent addition to the list
1: next next is the song this was one of my picks um, I it's called oh yeah by um johong hua and Jong Hyun This song was off of uh, Um Cheong Hwa's studio album The Cloud Dream of Nine which was released on December 26th, 2017 and it was her first comeback in eight years since the song Disco uh, with which is also a duet with my Instagram boyfriend Top mm-hmm. um, and that one I didn't include on the list because it's just like very silly um, but I love this song. This song when it came out Um, It was released posthumously for uh, John Young, and so at first it was very difficult to listen to, but I wanted to include it on this list because, for one, I think it has a very different vibe than a lot of the other duets that we've mentioned. Um, It is sort of more—it's much more of like a dance song, and it's so— it's so upbeat and it's so peppy, and it just like this was a great album of Um Jung Hwa's that had a lot of um, it had a lot of different feelings in, in each. Yeah, track. it was
0: mostly like a slightly on top of its time, like 80s synthy vibe mm-hmm. that's like Stranger Things has made really cool yes. again. Um, but yeah, I remember like this album was there was. It was a good album.
1: It was a great album, and it also did a really interesting— It was very interesting in that, like, from track to track, I think it sort of swung back and forth. It stayed 80s synth, and that was sort of the common theme of every song, but it swung back and forth between the, like, Peppy, bubbly, poppy '80s synth, and the sort of haunting, sad '80s mm, synth, yes. um, and did a really great mixture of both on the album. And this was more of the like poppy, peppy side of that. Um, and it's I just the, like first one. Yeah, it's the first the song first on the album. Right? On the album. It, opens it. Mm-hmm. it opens the whole thing, and I just I love their voices together. It just like made my heart sore that they even collaborated together, um, because she is such an icon, um, and it was it was very hard because it came out the album came out about a week after his death um but i love this song i continue i continue to listen to it today and and i i just had to put it on this
0: list i'm really glad that you included it because yeah i hadn't i hadn't heard it since then because mm-hmm. i that and the ending credit music video was like a real moment for me i Love. It's so it. good. It's so good. And I remember it being like the highlight of my week mm-hmm. that week. Yeah. Um. And
1: then and it was the first time that Um Jung had ever come out with something since
0: we had gotten into K-pop. Right. Because she's like, but she's like fifty, yeah. and she hadn't done anything in a while. And it was and like she this came out in her greatness. best share leotard with
1: tights, and she looked fucking great
0: yeah and i just think i just think the whole the whole end of 2017 like even though there was a lot of great music that came out then i feel like I just unfortunately was not in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had to go back and like reappreciate things from so I'm yeah. glad that you included that this in that list because it was a thing that like I was too sad to listen to. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad to have
1: it yeah. now. Well, if you if you have the heart to bring it back into your life, I highly recommend it.
0: Um and I recommend that whole album as well. It's very good. Great. Okay, this next one on the list was, I believe, on one of our greatest of 2018 lists somewhere last year. I
1: definitely included it somewhere because I absolutely
0: fell in love with the song as soon as it came out. This is Moonbiel from Mamamoo, and once again, Salgi from Red Velvet with Selfish.
1: This song uh, was on, it was Moonbyul's solo debut. It was the lead title track off of um, her little solo debut EP. or I guess it was like more of a teeny tiny mini album because it was this song and two others. Um, one of which had been previously released on a Mamamoo album called In My Room. Um, and so this came out on May 23rd, 2017. And we've talked about Moonbyul and sulgi before as being Sweet idol friends. Um, they got close when they were both on Idol Operation Team, which I know is a show that you watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that because of that friendship, Moonbyul, when she was preparing for her solo debut, tapped Solgi to be on this. And I love, I love this song. I love the music video. I really like the way their voices work together. Um, and I just, this song makes me happy. And it makes me want to like, it's one that I just turn up really loud. And like, it's, a, it's, it's very like sunshiny to me. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't want to interrupt you, but I think it's from 2018, right? Did I say 2017? You have it written as 2017, but I'm basically positive it was from last year. Um, not two years ago. Let me look. Yes, you were right. My bad? Oh no, it's fine. You are correct twenty eighteen um, yeah, yeah, and it was one of your favorites of the year last year. I definitely, really enjoyed mm-hmm. it, very like we said last year, very fun music video, really cheeky, and like, yeah. And fun, and it's really sweet that they that they like bonded and are great friends, and people ship them real hard. Yeah, they do like, <laughs> and yeah, they made this cute ass song that's really really fun. So. Yeah,
1: and I I love it. It's just about um, you know doing things for yourself, like putting on makeup because you want to because it makes you feel nice, or sitting and playing video games because you want to. Like, it's gonna make you feel
0: good, so do it. Yeah. Focus on yourself, girl. Do it for yourself. What's that crazy ex-girlfriend song? Like, pierce your eyebrows just for yourself.
1: Oh, but yeah. Like, <laughs> just put, yourself.
0: put yourself first in a sexy way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. I love it. Okay, so the like last song of our 10, Mm -hmm. I am very curious about because I got a text message from you. I woke up this morning. I had a message from you that was sent at like 1.45 (laughs) a.m. No, it was was like like 1 (laughs) a.m. And it was like, don't open this. You're not allowed to know anything about this until tomorrow. I specifically said, I'm sorry, (laughs) but you are not allowed to
1: click or view this link until we are recording. I must first tell you the beautiful and heartbreaking tale of friendship and woe that leads up to this most glorious moment but I'm sending it to you so you can have the link prepared. Okay so regale me girl alright well we can play the song first. Oh we can? Yes just not that link. Okay so the song is called Just by Zion T and Crush
0: (laughs) Okay, before you get out of everything you have to say, uh-huh. I just have to say, this is one of my, like, favorite songs ever. Oh, absolutely. They are two of my, like, favorite voices mm-hmm. on the planet. And this is, like I said at the first song, this is one of those songs that just makes me cry and I don't know what I'm crying about. Just absolutely. because I love it and
1: this oh it's so good this Zion T I've I talk about him all the time because I truly he's one of my favorite musicians Um, but he and Crush are both KR&B artists Um, this song was released as a single um, under so the song is called Just but the single when you look it up on iTunes the name of the single is Young
0: yeah that's Um, I was like that's what I have it on my phone as yes uh, but it
1: was released on February 1st 2015 and it was a huge hit they were won Best Collaboration uh, for the Mamas, and they even were able to—wait, uh, let me double check. Let me fact myself—fact check. They were able to promote it on music shows. Like, this was a huge, huge hit for both of them, um, and they are credited on it together. It is not one of them featuring on the other's s- song. It uh-huh. is Zion T and Crush together. Um, but so— as I was—the song, too, it's, like, kind of, I guess, before I tell you this, before I regale you with with uh, friendship and woe, um, to talk a little bit about the quality of the song, like, mm-hmm. we've been doing for each one, it is melancholy. Like, Zion T is a, has a fantastic way, I think, of, like, making—he just pours a lot of emotion. There's so much emotion into, in his yeah.
0: voice that, like, when— Cause it's the it's the little lines like in this song where he says like, actually I don't like you, like I hate you. Mm-hmm. Or in Eat where he just says like the one of the lines is like, You're just so beautiful. And the way that he like sings those yeah. words it just like you feel it in your fucking soul like mm-hmm. he just has one of those voices that like yeah and so... he makes
1: deliberate choices with when he fully sings and when he sort of speaks sings and when he whispers and when he falsetto's like he's just so deliberate in his in the way that he makes his music i'd love it it really adds a special quality i think to mm-hmm. his music um and uh so this song is like melancholy, and it's sort of the idea is like, you know what? Yes, I'm hurting, but I hate you, so I don't need you to check up on me. Like, please just walk on by. Mm. Um, those are the that's the lyrical okay. content. Um, and when I was making my list of duets, I knew I had to include a Zion T song because I love him so much, and he. Collaborates with a
0: ton of people. Yeah, on our long ago when we did that featured artist episode, mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of these songs and a lot of these people mm-hmm. because they're the types to be featured on other people's songs or yes. to have others join them. Absolutely, so. and I think
1: that this in learning this the what I've dubbed what the learned? saga of Crush and Zion T um, is that it may be worthwhile doing a Kr and B episode where oh we just sort of talk about the key figures in K R and B and um like sort of the history of that genre okay. because they're very key players in it. Um and they they're Friendship, I suppose, uh, is is a very important part of the KRMB scene. And so I knew that they've they have several collabs together. I knew I wanted to include Zion T uh, on this list, and I didn't know which one I wanted, which song I wanted to pick because I love so much of his music. And when I read about their relationship, I knew it had to be this one. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna take you back in time. All right? A long, long time ago. Uh, back in perhaps 2010, 2011. Crush was a bit of a failed trainee, and he had bounced around for to several different companies, never made an official debut, um, and was just sort of trying and not succeeding in making it as a singer-songwriter, making it as, a, as an idol. But he was a huge fan of Zion T, even to the point where he would wait outside of Zion T's apartment. Like, that's the kind of fan he was, where he would, like, wait for him to So just- he was the <laughs> Yeah.
0: A little, but not in an evil way. But he was a trainee, so maybe he was like a level
1: higher than a regular person. I know, I read that, and I was like, ooh, crush, check yourself. Like, You're embarrassing yourself, girl. (laughs) Waiting outside his apartment. But he was just like, he was such a fan of Zion T. He loved him so much um, that he would wait outside of his apartment for him. And eventually, in 2012, he was able to meet him, and um, he gave Zion T a, uh, a demo tape of his. And Zion loved it. And asked Crush to feature on a song called Two Melodies, which is another song I, I almost yeah. recommended. I love, love that it. song. It was released on March 3rd, 2013. Um, and it's sort of the first big break for Crush because that song comes out in 2013. And then uh, Crush is signed with Amoeba uh entertainment, amoeba, amoeba culture, I think. Okay. Um, and that is Zion T's label. Okay. So Zion T and Crush were both under the same management, Amoeba, um, and Crush debuts in 2014. Um, so he's doing well. Zion T is, of course, like just, you know, sort of growing in his artistry, putting out new music. Um, and in 2015, they collaborate again with this song, Just. It immediately goes to number one. Like I said, they were able to promote it on music shows like Music Bank and Show Champion, and that's incredibly rare. So it's for like a breakthrough. It's like
0: a breakthrough Absolutely. song. It's smashing genres. Yeah. it's not just coffee shop music. Exactly. Like-
1: this song put Crush and Zion T on the map in a way that they weren't before. It fully cements them for the R and B for the group that community. Yeah. It fully cements them as a duo, and it starts to sort of elevate this idea of duos within kr and and within Amoeba specifically because Amoeba is also the company that gave us dynamic duo. Okay. Um, and so to have Crush and Zion T like coming out here going on these music shows being able to promote this song. It's such a good song and they're best friends and they're like publicly, sweetly, like adorably best friends. Every, like everyone in, from krB fans to K-pop fans were suddenly like, these guys, they're doing great. This is good music we should keep an eye on them so in 2016 oh and i should say as well before i get into this part uh as it cemented them as a duo, it also started to build for the KRMB community this little sort of crew that would collaborate together, which included Crush, Zion T, uh, Gray, and Loco. Okay. Sometimes Dean and like a couple other people. A little so, J Park, like exactly. it's Mames a very small know. incestuous little gang. Yeah. of people, and they feature on each other's stuff, and they're buds, and they like put out a lot of music together, and they're sort of a core feature of this genre. Then, in 2016, Zion T.'s contract ends with Amoeba, and he signs on to the black label with YG. And Crush is crushed. Crushed. He apparently didn't know that Zion T was leaving, um, and he didn't find out through Zion T. He found out through, I believe, the press. Like, he heard that Zion T had left Amoeba. However, he didn't leave. He didn't choose to leave. His contract ended, and he just chose not to re-sign. But they were best of friends. Like, Zion T is the reason we have Crush. Yeah, He's like his little protege. Um, And so Crush felt like... Truly betrayed by his departure from Amoeba. And there is a lot about what really went down between them that we don't know because they've never really publicly talked about it. The general consensus is that we assume he was just he felt betrayed by the fact that Zion T didn't come to him and tell him first. But it may have been deeper because Crush went full jilted x on zion t deleted every single post or picture on his instagram of the two of them deleted him from his phone blocked him on all accounts no. to the po- he just excommunicated zion t which of course had ripple effects for the RB community because so of small. that and that core crew right like zion t and crush were the key figures of that crew and now our two king they're broken right this friendship is gone and Zion T is heartbroken he goes at some point so this happens in 2016 there's a show in 2017 where um, like Crush comes out with some music and oh Crush features on the Goblin OST right. and there's in 2017 an uh a, a, press outlet asks Zion T like hey are you jealous of the fact that Because that, that Crush, Goblin OST was, oh, it was huge, huge it was huge. And Zion T said no of course not like I, I have only the most admiration for Crush like I'm so proud of him and I'm so happy for all of his success. I wish him nothing but success. At another show in that same year he even got to the point where Zion T asked his fans to reach out to Crush on his no! behalf. No! Because he said please just tell him to call me i've been calling you no <laughs> i i've let him know that i'm i'm calling for him and then 2018 at a festival called the monster concert february 24th crush is performing and he comes out he's doing his set and all of a sudden the lights go out and the intro to just starts to play and all the fans in the audience immediately hush right. and they're like whispering murmuring is this real is this are they really going to do this song and now is when you can press this link because the lights come on and the audience
0: is truly treated okay all right just for podcast sake i'm about to play a video i don't know how we'll edit this and post But if this ends up being weird, it's because I'm about to watch something. So here we go. Oh, my God. I'm really nervous. I don't I'm scared, but I think I'm going to cry. I cried. Fuck (laughs) you. Oh, my God. They're holding each other so tight. Oh, my God. No.
1: They don't let go.
0: (laughs) And the audience just has to sing it for them. Oh, my God. Oh, Crush is just wrapping his back. Oh, my baby. Oh, they can't even look at each other. Look at his cute face. Why does he always cover it with glasses? I know it's his signature signature look. look. (laughs)
1: I say this because I listen to this song almost every day,
0: but he sounds emotional. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sounds does. very emotional. Don't cry. Oh, back hug. He hugs it when he says, sarange. <laughs> oh, he can't even look up no, at No, and face. he just
1: holds on. You're just not going crushes. anywhere. Look at the way he looks at him, he's so proud!
0: I'm guessing that this crowd is just like full of sobbing fangirls, yes, right? Like,
1: 100%. They sing their little hearts out.
0: <laughs> yeah, get the rap out, guys! Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Oh, now they're doing a butt dance. (laughs) (laughs) Cuz they're friends again! rush (laughs) he's emotional (laughs) I know oh they're holding their arms the same like weird twins (laughs) don't cry (laughs) Oh, oh handshake handshake Hug. Oh, hug. I'm going to see you after the show, right? Are you for sure? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, The audience is, you can't, you can't go. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) That was a really good story, and I'm really, really glad that that was the end of it because... All I had heard about, like, I had never heard about this, but the other day I saw, like, a funny Tumblr post that was, like, ugh, the KRNB, it was so, I feel like the premise of the post was that, like, The KRNB fans should get like a season of BuzzFeed Unsolved or something like so that they Mm. could find out why Crush and Zion T stopped talking or what happened with Jesse and who Jay Park was singing about in Mome was like the the whole joke was just like about like mysteries and the Mm. KRNB world. And I was like, oh, are Zion T and Crush like I had never heard of it until that very post. So I'm glad to know the whole story and that it has a A happy happy ending ending and such a
1: sweet. Touching, like sincere and emotional ending. So, Crush and Zion T were both signed on to do this monster concert together. And it was like the first time that they were going to appear at the same event together uh, since, like, having this rift. And so this song was the transition between Crush's set and Zion T's set. Um, and I think the fans, like, obviously the fans had no idea um, that they were going to reconcile on stage, but it's just, like, one of the most touching things I've ever ever
0: see that hug at the beginning was like too real like I felt upset that I was like getting to look at it like right like I don't think this is for me no
1: like Zion to you was has never been happier than in that moment having his best friend back in his arms like the emotion is real
0: and it's so beautiful it is really beautiful that was a really I think that was a perfect note to end This little segment about some of our favorite duets because solo K-pop is fun, but two K-pops is even Even better. better. Uh, So with that, we'll be right back with our random game. Cheers. All right, we're back. And we got a big old tumultuous girl group. Like happens a lot in this Mm -hmm. game. Uh, But this was a group that I actually had heard of many a time. And this girl group was called... Nine Muses. Yes.
1: Nine Muses from uh, Star. Star Empire Entertainment. They debuted in 2010, uh, originally
0: with nine members. And a graduation concept, like After School mm. had at the time and Super Junior was supposed to have, or like NCT Dream has exactly. where people are supposed to age out but it seems like they had a hard time just keeping nine members in general.
1: Yes, they did. So their debut single uh, or their debut album was called Let's Have a Party um and the lead singer was co-written by JYP. Um but after that single or after that debut uh one of the members left, Um and then before they were able to come out with another Korean release, they lost three other members. So one member left, then three members left, then one of those three members decided to return, but then they only had seven members. And so the group or the company said, you know what, we're going to change the name to, uh, what was it, like S- Star Candy or something? Sweet Candy, we're going to change the name to Sweet Candy because it's confusing if a group called Nine Muses has only seven members, and then they said, never mind, we'll keep
0: it Nine Muses, and we'll just add two members so that they are nine again. Which is very funny to me because that's one of the only things I like knew about this group is that it comes up in my examples when I'm like railing against K pop group names. Mm -hmm. Like, people like Four Minute never had four people, and nine, and like Nine Muses doesn't have nine. But I guess they did at a point, but like, I feel like as long as I was paying attention, Nine Muses did not have nine. And so I thought it was a stupid name.
1: But I, I guess agree. It made
0: sense at a point. Yeah, at a certain
1: uh, for a very brief moments in their career, it made sense, but I feel like every time I had my attention drawn to Nine Muses, they never actually had nine people.
0: <laughs> um so they went on lo- mo- uh losing, gaining, changing members many a time, but like some notable things we talked about in our co-ed group episode that one of the members and another trainee Uh, did a co-ed project called Nasty Nasty Mm -hmm. with Kevin from ZEA and we loved that. Oh, so, so good. Very fun. So good. And one of the other things I think I knew about Nine Muses is that they come up a lot whenever uh, Soompi or a YouTube channel or whatever does like 15 songs that were banned from TV from being too sexy. I'm (laughs) almost positive that Nine Muses is usually on those because I feel like they had a very sexy concept Yeah, or were supposed to. Um, but the group of officially disbanded this year in February. They were down to four members and had mm-hmm. been only four members since 2016, I think.
1: Yeah, and had not released any new music. They put out their last thing before announcing their disbandment was a repackage that came out in August 2017. Um, so they really hadn't been uh, very active. In the years leading up to their disbandment, but even just looking at their Wikipedia right now, they have eight different lineups between 2010 and 2019 um, of different members. So, whew, one of the girls, what? Only one. Minha stuck, mean ha, stuck, from stuck out from beginning to end. From beginning to end. No, not Minha.
0: Hye Mi. Oh, Hye Mi. all the way till the end. Wow. Yeah, that's really magical. Um, Okay, so let's see what their most popular music video is and give it a watch. Nine Muses. Yeah, see, it already looks saucy before I even sort these videos. (laughs) I got saucy in here. All right, and it is Wild, which was from... uh, This was their sixth single ever released, and it's from six years ago, so 2013. Yes. I'm good at math. (laughs) Um here we go this is wild All right, ladies I'm scared because the the description of this is nine muses showing their amazing sexy bodies with wild see this is what I'm saying banned from TV Okay. here we go here we go okay black and white but like with pops of red which is always Mm -hmm. a fun aesthetic okay one of them is just straight up in a bra can't cool lipstick looks yeah got some sequins on
1: their lips okay there are nine members in this
0: oh is this a perfume ad i hope so (laughs) i hope they got paid to be spray. oh walking down the stairs in my panties that's something i always do my panties and heels and my diamond earrings of oh no love razor blade don't rub that on yourself like that
1: oh this is very sexual They kind of look like they're prostitutes getting yeah, ready. Yeah, she has for a rope. This it. so is a little, like, best little whorehouse,
0: you know, oh, opening yeah, yeah, montage.
1: Yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, they're like mostly the wearing lingerie, they have like whips and razor blades. those glasses remind me so much of the abracadabra video yes. the brown Eyed girls abracadabra yes. video okay uh, girl, she's the classy whore <laughs> she's wearing a red dress and laying on a piano okay girl in a bustier in a bar oh, gun. why why does she have a tattoo on her boob Maybe. It's like in every scene. I think it's real. Oh. Interesting. There's a lot of, like,
1: very deliberate crotch shots. <laughs> oh, but a short-haired member. This is the cool one with short hair. Oh, <laughs> uh, they have some... She, that's a fake tattoo, for sure. Good fashion in this, though, I gotta say. I mean, they don't look bad. No. All They're of, not all in in underwear all
0: the time. There are some like actual there's a lot of in here. Oh, titties. (laughs) I was going to say there's lots of very nice tailored blazers in some of the scenes. They're like wearing very nice jackets, but the lingerie is also like really a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's just a straight up chain
1: on her neck.
0: there's Ooh. yeah this really yeah now is... it's just like straight down like from above cleavage. her shirt is pervert,
1: pervert.
0: <laughs> oh my yeah one of them is wearing a jersey that says pervert on it and um, there's like from above cleavage shots like and some upskirt shots yeah. as well now this is making me a little uncomfortable <laughs> And now yeah, they're getting lesbian. They're, like they're in a, like a lesbian pile. each other. What? Ugh. Ooh. Oh, this. Oh. Ooh, I don't like it. Oh no. I didn't like the no. last part. <laughs>
1: it was like Cause they kept doing like we said they had interesting lipstick looks in it. So there was this one shot which was kind of cool at first, where it had all nine of their
0: mouths like singing along. Interesting like patterns and jewels and stuff. Like it's very crazy, like lipstick art. But the very end, they're like licking their lips and (sighs) biting it and like being ooh. ooh. (laughs) And then they were all like holding each other's like thighs and like being in like little sexy piles. I don't know heads in laps and. Oh dear. Well, sorry to 9 Muses that this sorry was Sorry to this 9 sorry Muses. Sorry to this 9 <laughs> Muses that that was their, this was their last year in K-pop. But yeah, that's very they're very interesting because they feel like a group that I have like always heard about on yeah. these very like fringe. Like I've always known that they existed, Absolutely. but I couldn't tell you a 9 Muses song, but now you can. But now I can. Wild. Wild. And it was. <laughs> and it was. And it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay, before we get into weekly recommendations, I want to make a call before people start tuning out at the end of the episode. Um, so Too late. They're already gone. <laughs> so it's like almost the end of November now when you're listening to this. Um, and we really want to try to do it up this year for December because 2019 was like... There was so very much going on this year, and so much excellent, excellent music came out this year. So much. Um, So we're definitely going to do our part to have several, like, best of the year, you know, our opinions about music. We might invite some special guests and do that. But Spoiler alert, there will be personal opinions. Yeah. (laughs) But what I want to know also is, like, I want to know how 2019 was for you guys. Um, So I would appreciate it if anybody would send us some emails letting us know what was your – oh, let me credit – a listener named Lynn gave us this idea. I want them to have the credit for it. absolutely. Um, but I think you all should send us what was your like favorite? moment memory k-pop of 2019 that like if you look back in five years like for example like me like 2016 or 20 yeah summer of 2016 it was like those solo albums that yeah. i was obsessed with and i'll like never luna and it. john young and like killed so it. yeah and tiffany like all those solo albums and like, taehan too right yes yeah. there was so much that summer and like that's what 2016 is in my mind so i want to know like what was 2019 for you? Did you get to see one of the, like, infinite amount of K-pop concerts that were running around the world this year? Did you get to go to KCON for the first time? Did your favorite group come back after years and years? Did your bias put out a solo? Like, whatever was your, like, favorite moment of 2019, I want you to send those to us because I want to do a whole episode of, like, listeners' picks for, yeah. like, your favorite parts of 2019 mm-hmm. K-pop wise,
1: a, a highlight, a K-pop highlight from the year. But I will challenge you, and I, I know, I know that a lot of things came out. I know it is true, <laughs> and I know that you just want to send us every single thing you loved this year. But please don't. <laughs> I am challenging you to choose one, one highlight, yeah, of the year. Tell us, squeal. Yeah, really describe why like, it was give your favorite. Us, give us the essay of why it was your highlight. But please try your very best to choose only one thing that was the th- the moment that defined 2019
0: K-pop for you. Yes, perfect. So I'm throwing that out there now. Yeah. Um, and where you can send that email is, is pod at gmail.com. And if you want to read our tweets or see our Instagram, it's at AMA Kpop Pod on those platforms. Um, another reminder: next weekend we're doing a chat on Amino, so follow our Amino, communi- amino community. Amino community—that's a rough word. Um, is that all the places? Ask me about Kpop, the podcast on YouTube and Great Twitter and subscribe.
1: Instagram. But we haven't done our recommendations
0: yet. Oh my God, you're right. I got too excited. How dare you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. So forget me. It's okay.
1: That. They were all hanging in. They're all still listening because they they they, they were, couldn't the possibly like, turn it off without hearing our but recommendations. Where, but where's the recommendations? Okay. Would you like to go first? I think I went first last week. Sure. I'll go first. Um, my recommendation is for a duet that I did not include on my list because it is a duet in the sense that it, it met my criteria. It was two members that two people who equally sing throughout the entire song. But because these two members are from the same group, I chose not to include it on the list. Um, But my recommendation is for Falling For You by Seventeen. It is a very sweet acoustic guitar duet uh, between Jonghan and Joshua. Um, I believe, I don't remember what album it's off of, but it is... Excellent. It's a couple years old, um, and it's just sweet and cute, and that little cafe music that kind of goes along the same lines as some and run in, it would have fit perfectly into the beginning of our our rec list Mm -hmm. um, for these duets, and it is just one of those songs that like absolutely puts me in a pleasant mood I love
0: that song I did not know that it was a duet I assumed it yeah. was a unit stage because of the <laughs> lack of voices but mm. only
1: two that's only so only two
0: Jong and Josh it's so good besties I, I love that one um, my recommendation is also a song that I cut from the list I cut this song though because I feel like the song itself isn't strong enough to be like part of the 10 <laughs> Um enough. but as a performance which is why I wanted to recommend it so people would have to go watch But our, you know, you know, from TVXQ put out his first solo album this year. Mm -hmm. Was it his first? I think it was his first. Okay. And there is a duet on it with the love of his life, Boa. uh, That's called Swing. And like I, like I said, just are they swingers? Just kidding. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. Uh, But the song itself, I felt like was not enough. It's not enough of a song to like recommendate to recommendate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to put on a list of 10 songs like this. We've had a long day, guys. Uh but they did perform it together at the last couple SM towns. Um, and there's like there's dancing to it because yeah. it's Boa and you know, so there like has to be dancing. So you know they're gonna So you dance. know there's dancing. So I just wanted to recommend it so that people will go look it up so that you can watch them dance together because they have like the best chemistry and they dance so good, and also because you know is you know and like the king of manners and never getting caught or whatever but there's a like there's like a sexy dip in the song where he's like where he like runs his hand up her thigh or whatever but the fan cams caught it that from every angle he like manor hand had his wrist bent so that he like was not actually grabbing her butt at any point because he's the most careful boy in the whole world he's a professional baby (laughs) professional So it just made me laugh. So (laughs) that's what I would say is look up Swing by Boa and, you know, for like adorable secret love dancing. (laughs) Yeah,
1: And we will be tweeting out that video that I made Shannon watch. But if you want to cry a little bit about bros loving other bros, then just type up. Crush Zion T reunion. And there are multiple angles of
0: <laughs> oh, the good. video that I sent you. <laughs> Very good. Um, so I plugged all of our social media before, but I'll do it one more time. We're at AMA Kpop Pod on basically everything. AMAKPOPOT at gmail.com. Send us your best moments of 2019. And all your of those best things. moment. Moment. Singular. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Have a great day. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Yan, your inspiration and
1: I had three different songs of yours on my list before I whittled it down <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please. hold the
0: mine. Yes, the it wasn't hyena on the keys, it was uh Sugarman. Finding Sugar Man yeah. or whatever that show. or no that was the, the documentary. That's the name, but
1: it's inspired by the documentary and so in the uh. sense that they would take old artists who were one hit wonders or like didn't do very oh. well and then find them, pair them up and then have new artists make like a current artists make a remix of their song to make it likable for modern
0: audiences interesting yeah. so that Chen chan song is in fact a cover well I love it and, Me and too. I listen to it all the time it is quite beautiful now,
1: I also have
0: never,
1: <laughs> I didn't include it but cause we've talked about it all the time Swim Good that's yeah. a duet